411 Live. Well, you can learn about issues that affect us every day. Stay the world. 411 Live. Real people, real talk. Made to help people in our community in every way. For your girl. Relationships between a man and a woman is like a roller coaster. There are highs and there are lows. People have uh, baggage that they bring into the relationship. And at the very beginning of the relationship, usually that luggage is closed. But gradually, it's unpacked. And that can be a game changer for the other person. Hello, everyone. I'm Beverly Taylor, and this is the 411 Live, real people, real talk. I have a special guest joining me today, Jason Armand Boyd. He is a coach and author of the book, The Reasons Why Relationships Suck, But Dating Is Worse. So from that title alone, you can see why I wanted him to be on the podcast. Hey, Jason, how are you? I'm pretty good, Beverly. How's it going? <laughs> it's going well. It is going well. So this book, uh, how would you just, in a nutshell, because we're going to unpack it, but in a nutshell, how would you describe your book? Uh, honestly, I would describe it as a woman's empowerment book. Okay. Okay. And In a nutshell. In a nutshell. Okay. Yes, so ma'am. what have women been doing wrong? I think I won't I won't say that women have been doing it wrong. I'd say that women have been misinformed about their position in the relationship. Okay. I think most women have been told that they are to be helpmates to men, mm-hmm. which in my opinion is incorrect. And that puts the woman in a subservient role. And in that they have no idea that they're truly the leaders of the relationship. The relationship revolves around what they want to do, where they're going in their life, what their life consists of, what they hold in high regard. That is what men try to cater to, to get women to acknowledge or just even notice that we're around. So we are pursuing women. That puts her in a position of, I don't want to say superiority, but that is, she is the prize in the relationship. So at that point, that puts you in charge. Okay. Where, how did you come to this conclusion? Uh, studying, watching relationships. Uh-huh. Uh, it seems almost obvious. So it's, it's, it's for people not to come to that conclusion is odd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you study relationships, if you study men and women, men pursue women. That's the basis of any male-female relationship. At that point, if you're pursuing someone, that puts the person that you're pursuing out front. Okay, okay. I'm going to go back to that pursuing because, but I just want to mention, so biblically, when you look at it biblically, the hierarchy is God, man, woman, children. Your hierarchy that you're saying is God, woman, children, man. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Okay. So you talk about the roles and the responsibilities of women. So where is there a division or is the woman the power broker, all the control? She's she's the it. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. 
but and you were talking about pursuing. Sometimes I see women pursuing men. Yes, ma'am. I will see. And and if the mouse pursues the cat, the cat will still eat the mouse. <laughs> you you can't. It's a. I will put put it like this: the women that you see pursuing men, if you watch their relationship or if you ask them how's it going, usually it's not going well. I'd be saying nine out nine out of ten times it's not going well. Because as a man, we don't set the tone of the relationship. That's just not how it's done. As a, when men come in contact with women, we automatically do things differently. If we know we're going to a setting where there are going to be women, we dress differently. We speak differently. We take more time to groom. Those are things that make you better as a person. So just having women on our radar makes us better. That gives the woman a power that she doesn't know she has most of the time. Okay. Our whole life revolves around trying to impress women. So at that point, the man has got to become different to even be in the company or be in the presence of women. When women don't require a man to do that, then you get what you get. Which is not, is usually not good. Which is why relationships suck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, you know, you gotta, you know, and I heard that, but, you know, women dress up for men too. No, women dress for women. Women don't dress for men. Most of the stuff that women wear and what y'all do is not, y'all don't run it by men. When y'all leave the house, y'all don't run this past a man to be like, do I look okay? You might ask me why I look fat in this. <laughs> Does this look? But no, as far as the ensemble, no. We will let you, will, very seldom would a woman let a man dress her. Women dress mm-hmm. men all the time. <laughs> but, yeah. I, yeah, I you're not going to let him go and pick something out of your closet to wear to this funeral or to wear to this uh, engage. You're not. You wouldn't trust him. You would not trust him to do that. But a woman, please, whatever you want us to wear, that's what we're going to wear. That's true. But going out, so a woman, you know, for a it's, you know, plunge neckline or whatever, she's dressing for a man, not for another woman. Yeah, but that's just, that's letting men know that I'm approachable. I'm approachable. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. Yes, it's not. So, but even in her dress, She's still dressing how she likes it. Men will dress what we think women like. If we dress for ourselves, we look ridiculous. That's just how it goes. When we dress for each other, we may or may not wash up. But we don't care. It's due. <laughs> if, if, if there's an all-male conference on an all-male island and we get there by an all-male boat, men may or may not have underwear. We probably will have some basketball shoes if we're hooping or playing something right. other than that that's about the if women get to go to an all-woman conference on an all-woman island and you get there by all-woman boat no men in sight women will have luggage y'all could care less if we're there that's, yeah well yeah that's true we will have the luggage that's for sure okay let's, so you're not go ahead no i was going to just get into this responsibility taking the responsibility for the relationship. You said that is a woman's role. Yes, ma'am. That's a lot to place on a woman. Okay. So it's being a mother. 
Yeah. So you are almost built for it. Imagine so we're built if men had Yes, ma'am. Okay, go and ahead. women had and women have certain blessings as far as you you guys are better multitaskers than we are. You look out for everybody that's around. Those are the type of things that you want in a leader. You are the type that will try to give everybody a role. Mm -hmm. You don't want to leave anybody out. Um, you're all known. You guys study a lot. You study kids. You're always looking for new recipes and this and that. Those are the type of things that you want in a leader. Those aren't the things that are not necessarily synonymous with men. There are some men who do that, but not for the most part. So how do you differentiate, you know, you take the men who, the some who do it, and then the others, you say the vast majority who don't do it. Why, why the two types? I mean, because we know our work. I can't just go get a woman. That's not how it goes. If I just dress up one day and just go looking for a woman, it doesn't go like that. A woman can go get a man. She can dress up and go out and she's going to come back and have gotten men. That's just so with us, we're getting chosen. So it's almost like if you work at a job mm -hmm. and the employer doesn't necessarily want you to have prior experience in that same type of job because they know they have to untrain you from that job and then train you. So we're just workers, we're trainees. So it's not too much that I do because a woman is going to let me know what she requires. Okay. So in that, we're almost waiting to get chosen. And the guy so is the pursuer. Yes, ma'am. He pursues and she chooses whether or not. She wants to be pursued or not. Right. So she can. I said, man. Oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, ma'am. Men, even though there are more women, there are more women than men, women have no shortage of men trying to get her attention. Okay. When you say responsibility for the relationship, let's unpack that a little bit. What all does okay. that entail? Though she sets the tone. If a man is pursuing her, she decides how she wants to be pursued. Does she want phone conversation? So from the beginning, if a man meets a woman, a, a woman will decide if we're going to exchange numbers. If I'm going to give you my number, if you're going to, if I'm going to take your number, she decides when we're going to talk. Mm -hmm. at, at what time are we going to talk? She will decide if we're going to get together or not. Under what circumstances are we going to get together? She decides if there's going to be a kiss. Is it going to get physical? Where are we going to be? All of these things are decided by the woman. If we try to decide them, she decides if she's going to allow us to decide it or not. <laughs> <laughs> so she's still in control. Because if we plan some stuff that she doesn't want to do, guess what we're not doing? But if she plans some stuff that I don't want to do, guess what we're doing? You're going to do it. Thank you. Because you want to please I, her. But, but that's part of the pursuing. Right? So women, exactly. So women don't, if it's something that you guys don't want to do, they're not going to do it. Because she's not pursuing me. I'm pursuing her. Okay. So she sets the tone of how this relationship is going to be. If she wants to go to the opera, and that's her thing, and I don't like opera, but I like her, guess who's going to the opera? Okay. 
<laughs> you say in the title of your book, the reason why relationships suck, but dating is worse. Dating yes, is worse because of this whole dynamic or why is dating worse? Yeah, because women don't know that they're in charge. So they're letting the men do way too much. And for lack of a better term, men are looking for sex. Okay. So when you let somebody that's looking for sex be in charge of the relationship, it's going to look a mess. And dating right now is just bad because, honestly, there are too many old people dating. <laughs> dating is a young person's sport. That's high school and early 20s or whatnot. So most people who are dating now still date that way. Let's go to the movies. Let's go to dinner. Let's go to this. And it still looks a mess. Okay. All right. Go back again. You said old yes, people ma'am. old people dating is a mess. Because when you're older, your needs and your wants are changing now. But we're still dating like we dated in high school. Okay. And that being the but movie and the dinner. Whole, yes, ma'am. But we have a whole family now. <laughs> we got kids. We got to get up in the morning. We got a job. We got a whole career. We have so many different. We're still dating like we dated in high school. We don't have the energy for that or the time. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely not. So what do you do if you're older, but you're single and you're, you know, you're trying to form a relationship? This has never been seen in the history of man. People this old dating, this has never been done. Never been done. So there's no formula to it, but it does suck. We have to go through it, but it sucks. Is that what you're saying? I mean, because most people most people have been alive longer now, so you're meeting mm-hmm. a different type of a person. You're meeting somebody's mother. You're not meeting this woman. You're not meeting. You're meeting uh, someone who's been working at a job for 20 years, and they're a little disgruntled. So you're not getting. So it's just different now. Okay. It's just different. So when you come to dinner, you meet this person. They may lay a whole thing on you about how their life is going. It's like, damn, I, I, I wasn't trying to get that. It's just different now because we're older. Right. You say that men don't stay with shaky leaders. Yes, ma'am. And the leader, of course, being the woman. Yes, ma'am. What makes her shaky? She doesn't know she's the leader. Okay. So in that, she doesn't know her power. She doesn't know her responsibility in the relationship is to guide him, to get him to be a better man just by being a good leader. If you have a boss who knows exactly what they want you to do mm-hmm. and they can tell you the direction of the company and why you're doing this job, if you do this job well, this is going to help the company. with That helps you understand your job. It even empowers you in your job. But if you don't know where we're going, you're like, I mean, we're trying to get this contract. I mean, so the work you're doing is okay and it's, it's good, but we don't really know. That worker is just like, okay. They don't really feel empowered. So now they kind of get to get away with what they want to get away with. So now they might take long lunch breaks. They might not be as productive, but they don't really know what they're producing. So how can they be more productive? If they take a long lunch break and the boss doesn't say anything about it, then was it a long lunch break? So you're saying a good leader, a woman being a good leader is she's here and she's bringing him up to her level. If she's a shaky shaky leader – He's down here, a shaky leader. She's coming down to his level. Is that pretty much yes, it? Yes, ma'am. Okay. That's very much it. And if if she's here and he's here, as he comes up, 
it's not supposed to be this. It's she supposed goes to be high. this. Okay. That always gives him a level to come up to, which okay. is the job of a woman in a relationship. That's what, why we seek women out, to give us a level to come up to. That's why we like the women that we have to straighten up and I have to dress a certain way and speak a certain way. And when I go around her, the level comes up. And that makes us feel better about ourselves because we want our levels to come up. We're just childish in our approach most of the time and we're a little lazy. So we'll go in kicking and screaming and complaining about it. But in reality, we really want it. We really want it. Okay. We really want it. All right, Jason, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back yes, and talk a little bit more about this. Hey, yes, you are listening to the 411 Live. Stay with us. Every day, every day, millions of people are connecting. And even though we're overcoming obstacles, watching each other's backs, and banding together, we should still make an effort. We should still make an effort to get to know each other on a deeper level. Father, cosplayer, mentor, actor. It's time we take a step forward. It's time we take a step forward. Come together. And discover how accepting our differences can make us stronger. If I could be you, and you could be me for just one hour. If we could find a way to get inside each other's minds. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes Well, before you abuse, criticize and accuse Walk a mile in my shoes Hey, welcome back to the 411 Live. We are talking to Jason Armand Boyd. He is the author of The Reasons Why Relationships Suck, But Dating Is Worse. Um, There are some things that uh, you have in the book, so I'm going to run through it because I really want to cover a lot of territory. Yes, ma'am. When you talk about women, you say things that women should remember about themselves while dating. One, you say, don't give someone the benefit of a doubt too often. So if something happens, not quite, you know, kosher, you're thinking, "Mm," but you give them a benefit of a doubt, of the doubt. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And then it might happen, something else might happen, and you give them the benefit of the doubt. But you're saying don't do that too often. The only time you really should give someone the benefit of the doubt, the benefit of the doubt is you don't know them that well. If you, if you, the things that you've seen in them, you like, and then all of a sudden something happens, and it seems a little odd. Mm-hmm. If I like this person, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to wait to hear their side of the story before I pass judgment or start to do that. Now, as I get to know them, I know their character. Or I should. I should have been studying them to know what they're capable of or not capable of doing. So when something comes up, I should no longer have to give you the benefit of the doubt. I should know if that's something that you're capable of or not. So if I have to give you the benefit of the doubt, That means I'm trying to act oblivious to what I know about you Mm -hmm. (laughs) and just say, okay, let me just see. Uh Let me just see what they're going to. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. So if I have to keep doing that, that means I don't know you that well and you're doing things that are murky to me. So if I have to do that too often, what are the benefits that I'm getting from you? If I have to keep doubting, Mm -hmm. if I have to shed a little doubt on what this is that you're doing, but I'm going to give you the benefit. The benefit of the doubt means I doubt that you're really, that this is good. 
I, I don't know if this is good. I don't think that he is, but I like you. So I'm going to say that you didn't do this with bad intentions. Maybe you didn't know. You have to do that too often. Their intentions are bad. Right. Gotcha. Um, let's see. You said something about um, knowing it's going to be hard to date successfully when you have children. And I guess that goes back to you were talking about older people dating, that they have too much going on. Yes, ma'am. Women with children, it's going to be hard for them to date. And I, I'm gathering it's because they don't have the energy. They don't have the energy. Uh, and if you're dating, we're talking about men. Men need a lot of attention, especially when you're dating. I think a lot of women are having problems in relationships because they don't have the attention to spend watching him and studying him. So now we go back to the benefits of the doubt because stuff comes up and she's like, well, okay, but I like him. So let me go. But she doesn't have the time to actually study him because she has children, which are the most important thing in her life. If she has children and she's a single parent, she also has to provide for those children, mm -hmm. which means she has a job. And if she's a good parent, that means that the children are on a schedule. On this day, we have uh, gymnastics. On this day, we have football. They, we come in at this time. We do homework at this time. We eat at this time. So she's on a schedule. That makes you not the greatest date in the world because dating is spontaneous. Hey, how you doing? This, this, let's go get some ice cream. You can't do that. You're already on a schedule. Right. So that's hard to do. So in that, now the man can easily feel neglected or she's not taking me serious. So now you try to give him more time but now you're taking time away from the children and things that you have to do. So you will inadvertently become someone that is not the best mother or the best worker trying to appease this man that you don't even really know that well, but it's like, but I, I want to date. So I'm trying to make it easier for him, which, and now it gets real murky. Mm -hmm. gotcha. So it's, it's a time thing. And also as your children grow, you grow. So if you have a two-year-old, the two-year-old is the same as they were when they were one. Entirely different child now. Entirely different. They're going to be different when they're three. They're going to be different when they're two and a half. So as they grow, <clears throat> excuse me, the mother grows, the woman grows. She evolves with that child. But if he met her when the child was, let's say, six months, that's a different child when they're a year. So she may have more time. The child sleeps a little bit more. So she may have a little bit more time to talk on the phone. Uh, he may can come over because the child is asleep, but when the child becomes one and a toddler and a walker now, she doesn't have this much time. That's not what he signed up for. Right. He her didn't sign up for that woman. Yeah. She's a different woman now in a matter of months than her, who she was at the beginning. Yeah, her responsibility shifts a little bit. Um, exactly. You, you say listen to what somebody says and compare it with their actions, which is totally agree with that completely but yes ma'am women have a tendency what to at the beginning to do a lot of talking and less listening yes ma'am most women are especially if you're a mother that you've been dealing with kids and you've been dealing with the job so when you get a date or somebody to date we pursue women so now we're all ears we want to hear everything that's going on and now you have somebody to lay it out on Oh, my day is like this. And I can't believe this. And again, so you want adult conversation. You just want to separate everything else. And now you're in this adult conversation. So, oh, my God. And it's this because you've been listening to everybody else. You can't talk to the kids. You're listening to all their problems and their teachers at the work. You're listening to them and trying to do this job. So now you get a chance 
to talk about you. Okay. But remember, dating is a whole different sport. It's a different animal. He's pursuing you. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. You don't ever let a man feel like you are choosing or don't let him feel like he is choosing you. Yes, ma'am. Because of what? He's not it, interested? Well, we pursue women. Right. So if we pursue women and she's the prize, if the prize is too easy, is it really a prize? So if I choose you and get you and you're letting me know, oh, yeah, he chose me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I choose her. If you let a man choose, we're pursuers. We're going to choose everyone. We're going to choose you. Then when we leave the house, we're going to choose the male lady. And after we leave her, we're going to choose the lady at the store. That's we're pursuers. <laughs> we're like telemarketers. The more contacts you make, the more <laughs> chances of a yes you get. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I get you. I get you. Okay. So, okay. We've gone through the pursuit. He's pursued yes, her and she has chosen to accept him. Now yes, we're shifting. And, you know, they're one-on-one, maybe exclusive. She's decided that that's okay. So now how does this whole thing shift in the relationship? Because the pursuing is, it, the pursuing is not necessarily going on, or is it? It should be. You should pursue. A woman should make a man pursue her forever. It's, it's almost like going to, it's getting in a job. Most people who get into a job, they don't want to stay in the mailroom. They're constantly trying to get to another level. Mm -hmm. There's steps to this. So you, you go from the mill room to working in this cubicle. You go from this cubicle to try to make management. You go from management to try to make district manager. From district manager, you might be VP of the. So you're constantly trying to elevate your, your position. So that means that job has got to be a job that can sustain you, a job that you can build and get higher in. Too many women come in wanting partners. And I'm like, you know how long it takes for you for somebody in the mail room to become a partner? It doesn't work. Like you can't just let this person be a partner. Okay. They have to build up to that. And okay. in that, they become a stronger ally, a stronger asset to the business. And at some time and point, they may get closer, but they should never be. It's not an equal type thing. Okay. Somebody's got to be in charge. Now, there may be some things he's better at than her. Even though she's still in charge as a boss, your job is to delegate responsibility. So if he's better with the cars, he's better with the house, he's better with uh, taking kids to practice or whatnot. Now, her job is to delegate that responsibility to him and empower him in that. So if you want him to cut the grass, then you have to brag to your friends on how good the grass looks. And I'm, oh, my God, he does such a magnificent. You have to stroke our ego. You empower us in that job. And now we want to do that because we want to please you. Okay. So say you get to the point, point where you say, this, this is going good. We're going to get married. So once marriage happens, same dynamic, or does it shift again? Marriage doesn't, I don't know the marriage. All marriage really is, is to let all of our friends and know that we're doing this. And really it's to help, help hold us accountable. Like they say, it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to raise a couple. So that's where your family and your friends come in. So now he can't be out here just at the club or doing type. You got people watching you now. 
we came to the wedding. We saw you stand in front of God and say all this stuff. What you doing over here doing? Right. So that's what's really the marriage just takes it up a level, but the dynamics don't change. So in a marriage, could it become more of a partnership? If she wants it to be. So you're still she saying know what she's doing. So you're saying still in the marriage, she's still kind of the boss. Yeah. Now she's solid. Now she's the boss on paper. <laughs> <laughs> see, as you assigned a, your social security number to it, so yeah, she she's really the boss now. See, well, as a you, you hear my struggle with this because as a Christian, I'm looking at that biblical hierarchy, and then I'm looking at your heart hierarchy, and I'm looking at the marriage and the woman being kind of the partner beside the man, and them working together, and you're saying somebody's got to be in charge. And you're, saying it can't be, and you're saying it can't be him. It can be him. And in a lot of cases, it is him. But look at relationships now. It can be him. That doesn't mean it's going to go well. It can be him. But men aren't good at, we're not good leaders like that. You're, the leader means that not the person who's at the head. It's the person that everybody follows. Mm -hmm. So in most households, if you want something done or if you want to know if something can be done or what are we going to do, the buck stops with the woman. If the kids ask, can we go to the park? And they ask their daddy, what's he going to say? Go ask your mama. Thank you. <laughs> because if we say, yeah, but she has some whole other stuff planned, now nah, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Why would you tell him, yeah, you didn't check with me. Right. The man is the appointed head. That's what the biblical, that's what the biblical, that's what the Bible does with the man. So the man just doesn't feel like he's just non-existent. So God appoints the man as the head. Okay. So the head is just basically like having a manager. The manager of an office is really just the person that we get to blame. <laughs> <laughs> Not really in charge, but they take the blame for everything. What, what, tell me about the reaction that you're getting from the book, from men and from women. Everybody likes it. Yeah. I haven't had anybody really, even if the I have some men who will do a little blowback, but once we talk, they like, yeah, no, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> they agree. <laughs> especially, especially if they have daughters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As a single man just out here running around trying to get booty, you might feel some type of way. But when you have daughters and sisters and stuff like that, that's out here, then yeah, you get it. You get it. Okay. And are women like enlightened? I mean, how, are they thinking this way at all? Yeah. Okay, so the book is uh, the reason why relationships suck but dating is worse is actually two books inside of one. And the first book is called Morning in the Relationship, The Consequences of Staying Too Long in a Bad Relationship. Mm. And that was the one I wrote first. And every woman, almost every woman who reads that is like, were you looking at my window? How did you see? It's pretty much the same reason you yeah. So they actually enjoy knowing that they're not alone in their feet, that I wasn't wrong. That's why a lot of women end up giving men power because they don't believe in their thinking. They think that how they're thinking is wrong, so they're willing to give up power to somebody else. But this affirms affirms them. Yes, ma'am. Your book. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And yes, you're right, and we're about out of time, but you do talk about, you know, staying in a bad relationship too yes, long. Yes, ma'am. And yes, how that is bad for the woman, the children, um, 
you know, and the man and the man and the man. Women don't understand how bad it is for the man. Because every woman, once you get to a certain age, once you get to 25 or older, every woman is dating somebody else's ex. Mm. So if you don't train him the right way and teach him what he needs to do as far as to be a man that is going to be a good man for a woman, so you go through a whole bunch of mess, he doesn't learn anything, and then you throw him back into the dating pool. Now one of your sisters get him. But you would let him get away with so much mess with you, he's going to try that with her. But if you shut it down quick and send him back out there, now he's like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to try that no more. Let me try. Let me change my approach. That's what jo- sister's job is. But when you let him get away with so much, he's not going to change his approach. He's going to think you were tripping. So he's going to go back into the dating pool with the same approach. Ah, okay. So if you let him let him go... You know, when it's, you know, right at the beginning, he learns from it. He gets the lesson. The women are so scared that they're not going to get somebody else. That they're not going to, I don't want to send him. I don't want to make him good for somebody else. And a lot of times these are Christian women. I'm like, so you believe that that's what God had for you? That that murky relationship, that back and forth and headbutt is what God had for you. And you don't think you can do better than that. And you're scared to let that go. Okay, I feel you. <laughs> Don't agree, but I feel you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. My job is not to pass judgment. I'm only here to understand. That's great. Again, the book is, um, where did I write it? Uh, let's see. Where it is, The Reasons Why Relationships Suck But Dating Is Worse. And you will yes, be ma'am. working on an eventual um, audio book on this, right? Yes, ma'am. I'm working on an audio book for that, as well as the second book that'll be coming out um, is actually geared for mothers and young fathers. It's called The Things That Kids, The Things That Children Need, Want, and Expect from Their Parents. Oh, that's a good one. That's yes, a really ma'am. good one. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Well, let us know when that one is done and ready. So I will. We can, you can I come will. back and we can talk about yes, that one ma'am. as well. All right. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been it was my absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. This has been interesting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right. We have been talking with Jason Armand Boyd, and he is the author of The Reasons Why Relationships Suck, But Dating Is Worse. Again, thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. And thank you for joining us for another edition of the 411 Live. Remember, we are a nonprofit organization, so if you're so inclined to help us, go to our website, the411live.org. Until next time, I'm Beverly Taylor, and this is the 411 Live. If you would like to check out past episodes, there are many ways. Go to your favorite podcast platform, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, like and watch us on Facebook. Watch and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you have suggestions for future episodes, go to our website, the411live.org.